What's going on, guys, and welcome back to the one and only Growing Taylor podcast. My name is Kaylin. And I'm Kyra. And we're here to walk with you through life, faith, relationships, and money. Guys, today is the season two finale. Why, Kyra? <laughs> For many reasons. Um, but, I mean, we always had talked about wanting to take a little, a brief, not hiatus, but like just a break for summer. I think that's, at least that's maybe my main concern is just like the boys, we specifically didn't send them back to like daycare over like a summer program. And I think it would just be nice to have more time to like focus on family, do fun things and clear our schedules specifically for other work things. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think that it's just wise to take breaks um, here and there. It's the summer. We took a winter break last year. Now it's the summer and we've been going through um, the entire summer without a break. Even when we went on vacation for the past couple of weeks and um, I can just tell by people's viewing behaviors, watching behaviors, listening behaviors that pretty much everybody else is on break too. Yeah. Because there's like always a crazy spike as people get back into school. Yeah. It lasts throughout the holiday season. The holiday season actually is a stronger view and listen time for us than the summer. That may be because we actually have like real adults in our audience now. And well, the only real time they get off now is probably during mm, the summer. winter. I also think winter, you're kind of still like inside, you're kind of bundled up. Whereas during summer, I feel like summer, you're like, I'm off my phone, mm-hmm. I'm out and about, like in the sun, doing more outdoorsy things. At least that's how I feel. Here. Yeah. Especially the type of content that we make now, it's more geared towards the people who are forward thinking and trying to grow and do better. So that type of content lends itself to do better during the new year and end of the year times where people are trying to preempt and get in good routines before the new year starts so they can already be yeah, in, in in stride or they just start listening to podcasts at the top of the year. So yeah, it's been really chill vibes out here for everybody except for Kyra. Kyra's been super busy well, with school. Even, yeah, so I had a paper due yesterday at like, it was due at like 2 a.m. Um, and I turned it in at midnight and so yeah I did that paper and then I also had another assignment due and then this Sunday coming up is my final for the class and then my next class starts the that that Monday after and so I was actually talking to Kaylin and thinking about even taking not taking that next eight-week class and just enjoying the rest of summer mm-hmm. because like my friends want to hang out like I want to do stuff you know? <laughs> I want to go swimming with my kids without like always having to think about this class, the the next class I have to take. And so with that, I'm like, also we should kind of pump the brakes a little bit on the podcast and like focus on YouTube videos instead, like still work obviously, but just kind of shift some things around. I think we realized over summer we may have overbooked ourselves and I've been chilling. I I, I told you tell, I told you tell back in March, I said, look, I'm not doing this class. We dropped. And then eight weeks later, Yotel is in that class. Yeah. And I said, I can't do it again. I dropped again. Boop. Dropped it twice. Two times in a row. <laughs> and I'm actually, I'm glad I did it. I'm really glad I did it. I think this class was very pivotal for me, not only in my journey with school, but even just my 
personal relationship with God, it, it was really pivotal for me. I definitely think in five years I'll look back and be like, I remember the class I took that really changed, kind of changed the game for me. But yes, breaks, breaks are totally good, totally necessary. And even if Kaylin doesn't feel, you know, booked and busy, by me overloading our schedule or my schedule and therefore our schedule, you know, he has to pick up slack in areas where like it's a plate I can no longer spin because I'm like, I don't want to get a bad grade. I don't want my GPA to drop. So then you have to come in and save the day. What a time to be alive that we actually care about our grades, GPAs, all that stuff. Like the boys, they're not in daycare or school right now. So we've just been hanging out again. Um, we've been all spending a lot of time together and it's just been cool because as tiring as it is and as little as you can actually get done and as destroyed as our schedules are, especially when you compare them to what they were when everybody's doing whatever they're doing. I just don't think that we're going to look back at this time and regret it. Like whoever looks back and says, you know, I wish I didn't spend as much time with my kids. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like you're not going to say, oh, I wish I would have put my kids in daycare that summer. Right. You know, like I haven't gotten the nostalgic summer vibes I used to have as a kid until this year. And it's because our kids had like a proper school schedule. And now I'm getting to see how hyper they are being out of school for the summer, Mm -hmm. how much they enjoyed being around their family, how much they enjoyed being outside, how we're hot and sticky and flying kites and and ice cream, staying up way too late, watching way too much TV, like, you know, not going to church as often as we should, being heathens. It's terrible, that part. But, like, it's such a summer vibe. Yeah. Heck, I caught it. Swimming. Y'all are swimming, swimming. I ordered them... They actually got here yesterday, ordered them like proper, what are they, oh, like life vests. Mm-hmm. And you know, I kind of feel two different ways about this. A lot of people are saying the way that their kids learn to swim really quickly is by not ever doing the floaty thing. But I'm like, how do I by myself take the boys swimming and ensure both of them are staying afloat? Like I literally don't know how I'm supposed to do it. Like they have to wear floaties. Well, I was talking to um, our banker and she has a, a daughter that's like three and she did swimming lessons with her and she was like, it was a waste of money. <laughs> She's like, the girl was way too young to be like, she, they can't actually swim at three. Yeah. 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 Carter may be like mature enough to like learn how Carter's to do it the water. and have it like, yeah. So like even getting like more comfortable with it, did he have like a traumatic event happen to him? Like, why is he tripping? No, I don't know because when Carter was like, I mean, you guys know, literally five weeks after I had Carter, we were swimming mm-hmm. almost every single day. As soon as I got cleared, we that was were swimming a water every baby. single day. Yeah. And so I don't really know. I don't think he had a traumatic, no, but he, we just haven't swam because we moved to Texas and that was, we haven't swam literally since the ocean. Yeah. He would benefit from the, the swimming lessons thing because that would just get him way more comfortable with the water. And then he's actually but big enough to do it. I can just go to the to pool with him and he's going to get comfortable with the water. Yeah. And that way I can switch off. Like, okay, now you can take your life vest. I'll hold him and, like, help him. Like, this is how you kick your legs. This is how you move your arms. Kai Kai already knows how to swim. That's because he's reckless. Kai Kai is wild. He's wild. But also, he kicks his legs and he he pedals his arms. Like, doggy paddling. But the way that Kai Kai looks like he swims, he's going to give himself a traumatic event. Because he's going to, he don't, he's not going to listen. Yeah, Kai, that's what I'm saying. They have to wear floaties because Kai Kai, he will just cannonball. 
<laughs> See, I'm not joking. Without you looking, huh? Yes. Yeah, he's and wild. When we were leaving the pool, I was literally so nervous because I'm trying to pack everything up and I'm like, this kid will literally cannibal into the pool and I won't, like, if I'm not watching him. So I'm like trying to pack everything up. He starts trying to run towards the pool. I'm like, get back here, get back here. He, <laughs> but he will, he will run and jump. Is it too much, like, taking them to the pool by herself? Well, I don't. I haven't gone by myself. Last time, my friend went with me, and she literally was with Carter the entire. Oh, time. so she was helping watch. Yes, yes, and yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. But I want to be able to move freely and like be able to take both of them. But how without being terrified that literally they're going to jump? I feel like we should still do swim lessons because that would get us on like a better routine of like okay. Because otherwise, you're going to go swimming every day for like thirty days, and then you're never going to go swimming again. I think. I don't know. Because you're, you're that type of person. Like you've been swimming. How many days have you swam this past week? Every day? Oh, no. Like <laughs> no. Three times? I don't know. But I just feel like that schedule would, like, give them something to look forward to. Yeah, that's true. Because he kept Carter's loving schedules. Do, I have to get, do we have to get in the water? I'm not getting in the water every time. Babe, you got to get in the water. Exactly. You don't even want to get in the water. I'll get in the water. Okay. I don't really like swimming, though. As long as the water is actually cool. Because it's hot here. Yeah. It is hot. So... Our, fa- yeah. our friends had an event. It's called Together 22. It just happened this past weekend. It's an evangelistic event. It was at the Cotton Bowl. And, you know, it was you know pretty big. A lot of different speakers there. But the problem was, one, as we said, our schedules were, like, super crazy. And I should say, Kyra's schedule was super crazy. And I just had the boys. And I was not about to go all the way down there just with them. Especially because, which is the reason I bring this up. It was a hundred and something degrees with a heat advisory. Yeah. And let me tell you, I blessed the heart of anybody who was outside this past week in Texas because y'all was toasting. Toaster yeah. strudels. I wonder, do kids, I think kids, I mean, I, I think this has to be true. I think kids respond to heat differently than we do. It's almost like they're not able to cool themselves down. And they won't talk. They'll just. They'll just be so hot. Yeah. Toast. So that's definitely. I mean, because I think I saw somebody, like an article in Texas saying that because of the heat, like kids were having, like they had to seizures? go inside. Not seizures. Oh, no. um, not like a heat stroke, but kind of like just getting very lethargic and mm. it's kind of like worrisome. So I'm like, you know. Yeah, Kai Kai's done that before. Yeah. Well, his face will get like kind of red and it's like, are you tired? Okay? Yeah. And it's scary. Because they drink a lot of water, but it's just, it gets so hot. It's like their little bodies. That's actually scary. Cause I, I see now, even when it's like, cause we, we don't go outside when it's like 3 PM and a hundred and something degrees, but we'll go outside if it's like seven, eight, the sun's going down, we're at the park, right. but that humidity still like traps that heat, like on the ground. Yeah. So we'll still go outside and like seeing Kai Kai that one day, it was like, that buddy boy was red and he was like, not trying to play. Yeah. And Carter straight up tell you it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> You take me to the trampoline park. I ain't going in. Carter told me he didn't want to play. <laughs> but you were also telling me about that woman whose uh, son died because she left him in the car. Yeah. So I think this was in Hugh. Was this in Houston? I really can't remember. And I didn't read the article, so I really don't know all the facts. But essentially, she had left her son in the car because I guess the story has changed quite a few times. But on one end she thought or he was sleeping and so she wanted to let him sleep on the other end she said he knows how to get himself out of the car so she thought that's what he had done um and yeah that's just so like so devastating man it's crazy too because like leave your kids in the car even for 10 seconds i've gotten locked in the car before 
You have been? Have you? No. Yeah. My um my sister, she used to have like this convertible. Older sister used to have like this convertible when I was younger. Um, I think we had like gone to the store or something and I fell asleep in the car and they forgot me in there. So I was freaking out, honking they the horn. They were letting you, trying to let you sleep. Forgot. I'm freaking out, banging the windows, honking the horn, you know, trying to get out, you know, I'm probably about that age. And finally she comes out and gets me. And my grandma still tells me the story to the day. She says that I told her, I'm not appointed with you. <laughs> like not disappointed. I'm not appointed with you. Uh, but it's probably a terrifying thing for kids. And forgot you in the car. Ma'am, I if I was old enough to be honking the horn to get their attention, I should have been old enough to unlock the door. But this is also like back in the day where they didn't have no automatic but unlocking you doors. Wake up and you're like a kid's first thing is to panic. Where's my mom and dad? Not mm-hmm. logically. Oh, let me just get myself out of my seat and get out of the car and walk inside the store. Like, how can we? Okay. Anyway, another part of the story was that apparently the child was in the car for like two plus hours. How do you go without seeing your five-year-old for two hours and not think, where's my kid? Maybe they had multiple kids, but even if they had multiple kids and your other kids are probably letting you know, like, hey, where my brother, where my sister at? Literally, if I don't see Kai Kai for five seconds, I'm like, where's Kai Kai? The craziest thing about this story is, although I just don't feel like I could ever just leave my kids, we only got two and we spend so much time together, I would know that they're gone. I still can't understand as a parent how something like that happens. I just can. And it's well, unfortunate that the one time you think it's going to be okay, it's just, it's not. It's so tragic. I know I've heard daycares that when kids don't show up for daycare, they'll still call the parents and ask like, hey, are you sure so-and-so's not coming in today? Or like, why aren't they coming in? Because apparently parents have, you know, loaded the kids up in the car and because their routine is almost robotic, they'll end up accidentally not taking their kid to daycare and going straight to work, getting out of the car, going inside, thinking they already took their kid to daycare, but they actually haven't. So daycare, a lot of daycares will actually call to make sure that your child's not coming in to make sure you didn't leave them in the car literally the entire day. Man. And I don't know how often that happens, but I could imagine something like leaving your kid in the car is one of those things like don't, you know, you, you really don't know until it's you, like that mental block of, oh my goodness. This is like finally something that we brought up that I can personally relate to. And you could honestly make the case that I could use some counseling for it. But um, there's no easy way to transition. But I think that's pretty smooth. This podcast just so happens to be sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Life is full of twists and turns, moments of growth and moments where we feel like we're taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself and your loved ones through all of the struggles that life can bring. Faithful Counseling will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's so important, guys. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. You guys just heard us. When I was younger, I had a traumatic event happen to me. But jokes aside, there's been so much stuff that's happened in our life that I really think that we have benefited from counseling from, and it ain't even been from the professionals, but you got an opportunity to go to a professional. All you have to do is log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to have, so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so it's easy to, to make it easy and free to change counselors if needed until you find the right fit for you. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. 
We all need someone to talk to and and faithful counseling can help. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Um, visit faithfulcounseling.com slash growing and get the professional counseling that you deserve. The special offer is for our Growing Together podcast listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash growing. Thanks again to Faithful Counseling for sponsoring today's episode. Now, back to the program. If you've been, if you've been living under a rock, then you have not heard that Supreme Court has reversed the decision on Roe v. Wade and it would not be like Kaylin and Kyra on the Grand Healer podcast to not bring it up. But we're not going to bring it up in a way that you may think. Kyra and I have already talked about this at length for multiple hours. And just after this past week, seeing everybody's reactions, I just don't think I have anything else to say that I haven't already said. Yeah. Y'all know where we stand. Y'all know the arguments we make. And it's just been a hard week because regardless of why people are feeling the way that they're feeling about the decisions that are made, both sides are very emotional and it's taken a toll on me. And I'm usually a person who has so many words for stuff, but it's just been, it's been a lot. Yeah. I think definitely seeing everybody's, especially the women who are pro-choice seeing their reaction to this and, you know, they're on social media and they're crying and they, they truly feel like they have a right to kill their babies and that the fact that that's been stripped away from them is, you know, the United States regressing and that they, you know, they feel like they have the right to it. But more than that, you can, you can see that they actually are so heartbroken and so in shock over this decision. And so I think that anybody who like is compassionate at all, it's, it definitely doesn't lead you to want to be like, victory like in your face you know it just it feels wrong I feel like I definitely feel the heaviness of women around the world that are so disappointed in this decision and yeah I think I've said everything I have to say and I definitely think that it's a victory for life personally but y'all again y'all know who we stand there it's just they just Obviously, everybody's emotional, and if you can empathize with it, you definitely feel it, but the emotions don't make it valid. Right. Like, so I feel that way towards them because they're emotional about it, but I also feel that way towards the fact that 70 million babies have been killed. I just, it's just crazy that our culture is in a place where that that's okay. Like, that, that's where I grieve a lot too like where do we get so morally lost that we even have to debate about this i'm not doing it anymore i'm 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 not doing it anymore i'm not arguing about it if you're coming to me and you already have answers but you're acting like you're asking questions i, I want nothing to do with it shout out to jp for um reasoning that way a lot of people have answers and they're asking questions because they want to debate I have my answers. I'm not asking no more questions. I'm not going back and forth with this about nobody. I don't hate you. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to mind my business and and do the work, the important work to make sure that my actions align with my worldview. Yeah, in private. And if I ask you questions, just know that I'm asking them because I'm not sure about the answers. and I'm genuinely inquiring. But enough dunking on people at this point. Um, now it's time to get to work. 
period. But apart from that, um, yeah. So what are you looking most forward to for this vacation? Oh, from the podcast? Um, I'm so ready to get back to my channel on YouTube. Like, <laughs> I seriously miss it so much. I did not think that going to school, I would have to forfeit something else. I, tr- I truly thought I'd be able to do it all. Um, but turns out that is a reach. And maybe once the boys are back in daycare, I'll be able to do both. But right now, it's seeming like not. And honestly, I just, I love this age that our kids are at so much. Like, they're just so fun to be around. They're so, it's it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I truly feel like I'm living such a dream life with my family. And I want to, I just want to enjoy it. Yeah. Summer. I feel that this vacation is going to be very good for us. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't say vacation. Vacation slash break. I don't know how long it's going to be. But we definitely got some major things that we need to, like, wrap up and take care of. Not even for ourselves, but also for other people that... I just want to be focused. I don't want to be dealing with all that and also like having to maintain a schedule and make sure I'm informed on what's going on in the news and make sure I have a stance or a position. And like, it's a lot. It's a lot to produce a podcast. It's a lot to have something to say. And like, this is also our one year anniversary. Do you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we've made like hours and hours and hours and hours of conversation. And the fact that we've been able to sit up for 50 plus hours in this room just by ourselves with each other you know it's just weird yeah but it just goes to show that there's there's important work going on in having these conversations openly and allowing people to be the fly on the wall of them i know we've gotten tons of messages and support talking about um this is important work and this is helpful and this is like therapeutic and almost like counseling for their relationships a lot of married couples, a lot of young married couples that have come back and the women are hitting Kyra up, the men are hitting me up and they're like, hey, what y'all thinking about that is exactly what I'm thinking or what y'all are going through or or sometimes we're getting people in trouble and we're starting yeah. to bring up conversations that they haven't thought about and bringing up positions and angles that they haven't thought about and now it's giving them something to talk about. So I know, I hear y'all, those of y'all who think that way, y'all are going to miss us. <laughs> and we love y'all too. We'll be back. We'll be back better than ever. Um, yeah, it's just we got we got some stuff to do. I'm ready to get back in my fiction reading era. Oh, <laughs> I'm so ready. Well, I'm gonna be in school. Like my school, school starts, and I'm thinking I'm gonna take closer to a full time load because I'm not about to just be in there for the next six years mm-hmm. personally. Um, but also, I have a. I have a job interview tomorrow. Y'all, I'm getting a job. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm just meeting with another broker. <laughs> but I'm treating it like a job interview. And me and Kyra today, um, I have to, I, I want to be professional, right? So, like, I, I needed to get a suit because I just realized, like, I didn't have a suit. And I grew up wearing suits all the time, going to church and all that stuff. So, we went to the um, just store. I'm trying on different suits and it was fun. And it's just crazy because it's weird what a tie does to a man's confidence. Mm-hmm. It's weird what the, what the jacket and the, the whole suit, the whole that ensemble slim, that slim fit. does to a man's confidence. And I'm like, I don't even got a haircut, but I was feeling like I had one. <laughs> so imagine how I'm going to feel when I got that nice suit fit 
It's tailored with a nice haircut, the nice timepiece. Man, it's over. So what are some ways that you think our podcast is going to change when we come back? Mm, I think they all, <laughs> you guys may hate this, but I think they might be a little bit shorter. Shorter? I don't think they'll be an hour. Wow. They'll be an hour long. I think they'll be a little bit shorter, and I think that they'll be more structured as far as having different segments. Okay. I still don't feel like we fully launched at all. I know, but we definitely have. I mean, at I some get, point, you've got to say. You can call it that, but I'm chilling. Like, well, I think in general, podcasting, it, it fluctuates so much. You know, in the beginning, we thought we were going to have a show that was very teaching. And then, mm-hmm. we, I mean, that was enjoyable, but then we noticed that people actually like raw conversations just, you know, sometimes off the cuff. But then people also want more conversation that's about specific topics. Right. But I I noticed, okay, I thought that we were producing kind of a show at first. I didn't even know, I didn't have the language for this, but I thought that it was a show. And the idea, like, it's it's really kind of hard to produce a show just through audio because typically you watch shows. Mm -hmm. So I have no experience doing either, but I'm trying to produce an audio show, okay? And then boom. We realize, okay, that's a lot. A lot of people aren't even looking for that because there's just tons of shows already like that. So we start having these conversations. And people are loving them. I'm loving them. Then I realize some people can't take them. Some people act like they want you to go there and they're not actually ready for you to go there. Right. Like they're not actually ready to hear other people's raw, unthought opinions. Right. So who does that not benefit? Us. It doesn't benefit us. Yeah. It benefits the people. It doesn't benefit the people that are actually open-minded. Right. So the people who think they're open-minded actually realize they're not open-minded and they get mad. And the thing is like, and it sucks for people like me because I'm going to stand 10 toes on what I said anyway. And like, I'll admit when I'm wrong and all that, but that still don't change how you feel. So it's like, what do I do in order to keep doing that? I have to bite my tongue and I'm like, I'm not going to do that in order to keep doing that. I'm going to have to lie about what I actually, I'm not going to do that. So it's just better to offer commentary on things that are going going on. But the other that thing was, even more mad. yeah, yeah, it gets you into trouble too. Um, but it also kind of sucks for us because I don't always just want to be the person who has a hot take on something and is like wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to have time to feel things and like think about things so I, I can say whatever I felt and thought about whatever it is that happened. Like what just happened this past week. I'm not ready to fully talk about that yet. I don't have anything to say right now. I don't. And I'm not going to force myself to have something to say just because I need to have something to say every week. Like, that's weird. I'm not doing that. I'm do this full time. <laughs> Y'all tripping. But the thing that I think threw it off too was in trying to produce a show, that feeling came back up when we started recording. Because if you want to have a video podcast, it has to be like entertaining, it seems like. And I just don't want to, I just don't want that. Like, I know I'm, I'm way more clear now on what I want this to be, what I want Me to too. do. Like, I'm not about to be tap dancing. I'm not about to be acting all out of character. I'm not about to be playing a character so that it could be more entertaining and all that. Like, I'd rather just, I'd rather not, I'd rather just be me and not have to be nothing else to make it bigger. Right. This is growing together, not it's growing together. It don't got to be, it don't got to be super big. And I feel like I know what it takes to get it there, but like it requires being reckless, period. And I'm not about to be. 
I want to be a wrecking ball. So coming back, we probably will probably, uh, not even probably. I think we need to record every episode. Um, I don't know what the structure will be segment wise, but we'll have something, something to say. Here's the big kicker though. Here's the big thing I think will change. I don't know if it'll be weekly. Oh yeah. I forgot about that point. But that's like podcast suicide. After we take a break, we might think differently. After we take a break, we may think differently, but I still don't think that we should go weekly. Because again, there's a lot of stuff that happens in a week, but like just the pace that I want to go on, I don't want to have to be paying attention to everything all the time every week. Like if I could go monthly podcast, I would even do that. And they do like a, a monthly roundup. Yeah, like because this is cool and all, but we do this anyway. I don't necessarily know if I need to be putting out my weekly thoughts into the world like this. Right. Like this is after a year of podcasting. Like I do think there's been a lot more good than bad that's come from this. But I know that I've hurt people. I know that I've upset people. And I know that it hasn't necessarily been my intention, but it's the spirit the pace in the cycle that you get into. But if it was like bi-weekly, okay, although that's better for, or that's worse for advertising dollars, that's worse for getting in people's like routine. I think it's just more healthy. And like at the end of the day, it's about growing together. So it's probably more healthy for us. Dang near, maybe more healthy for them. It may be better content. I don't know. I did say something in the past though, where I was like, Oh, y'all gonna know if we're about to stop podcasting if we go from weekly oh, to back. doing seasonal Uh-oh. and going from seasonal to being like bi-weekly and then we'll go from there and we just won't do it anymore. <laughs> well, I already knew I was not gonna be a person that just goes weekly endless, like until the end of time, you know, mm-hmm. until eventually I burn out because one thing about me, I know how to rest. One thing about me, I know how to take a break. One thing about me, I know how to prioritize what I want to prioritize. <laughs> like, if I wanted this to be the main thing 100%, which is like for a couple of weeks, I did want it to. But then I felt like we got to experience the life of people who have popular podcasts. Because if you look at just numbers wise, like there's not many podcasts who do that great. It's like, the disp- okay, when you think of YouTube, there's like a middle ground for YouTubers. Like not everybody's Mr. Beast and getting 10 million views a video. There's like, People who get 100,000, there's people who get a million, there's people who get 10 million, there's people who get 1,000. With podcasting, most podcasts don't get over 1,000 listeners. So when you start talking about tens of thousands, 20, 30, 40,000 an episode, it's like you're in the top 1% of podcasts. So it sounds cool and all, but the responsibility that you feel from that feels different right like it's not he he ha ha let's it's not <laughs> especially when you have a conversational fly on the wall podcast like we do it's like wait this ain't no fly on it's heck a lot of flies in here yeah, <laughs> and you're making them mad and it's on video and it's like oh wow this don't feel the same no more so maybe in the future if we just did audio that would be cool too i don't know we'll see but it's been fun y'all Thanks for hanging out with us for a year. I never thought we'd make it here. It happened so fast. I know it did. It happened so fast. I didn't realize until you said that. And I was like, oh, wow, it has been a year. It's been we your favorite. 
What's been your favorite episode? You've never You're gone asking. back and listened to. No, I, I have listened a lot of some. Um, I do go back and listen. Um, I mean, I did really like the solo episode you did in December. You liked that one? I did like that. I feel like that was really enjoyable. And then there was another one we did. I don't. I can't remember. I cannot remember. I can't even remember what I did yesterday. I liked the Grungle part and marriage one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my favorite episodes, just in general, are ones where we talk about marriage, mm-hmm. like family life home life um those are the most those are the episodes i always get messages about being like oh yeah this is embarrassing but me and my husband had a conversation about this and we totally thought this way but after hearing your guys's perspective we actually changed our minds wow. and we fought about it but now we're like on the same page what and like that literally was in my mind the heart of growing together podcasts mm-hmm. like i want our conversations to hopefully infiltrate the homes of people listening and the hearts and the minds of people listening and just, you know, start conversation. Not even saying you have to agree with everything we say, mm-hmm. but just have conversation, like be open-minded to growing and thinking differently. So that's the kind of stuff, though, that type of feedback. And we do get that often when I read those type of messages, it makes me not want to stop going weekly. Yeah. But it, it's a lot like, it's a lot of vulnerability. It's a, it's a lot of, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on in the world. And maybe it would be cooler um, in the future seasons to have more like call in aspects. Oh yeah. Like I want to talk to them. I, I'm tired of it just being us. Like I don't want to necessarily be interviewing people that much, which I guess we can do. We can start interviewing. Um, next the next iteration of what this podcast is should be probably a mixture of all that. I'm not letting nobody come on here just to promote random crap that they got going. So if you're coming on here and we're interviewing you and having a boring conversation, just not uploading it. Cause I really don't care. I really don't care about doing all that being the media for people's projects. But if they have good conversation and they still have to have a product great. Um, but I be telling people, and you know this, you can verify. I be telling people, look, I ain't going on your podcast. And I'm not inviting you on ours unless we can go there. Because we don't pull no punches. We don't pull no punches. Uh, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. So if I'm going to get canceled or if you're going to get canceled for having me on there, don't invite me. I'm going to say exactly what I'm going to say. Straight like that. So I look forward to this next season if y'all have anybody that I think that we should chop it up with that y'all want to get the truth out of, <laughs> let us know because we I will interview them and we will go there. Uh, it won't be messy. It'll just be on the wall conversations. Um, let us know. Or if y'all ever want to contribute, um, we can hit y'all up and we can hop on here and chop it up. And we've done it in the past. We did it with our first uh, abortion episode podcast. 11. Episode 11. You remember? No, because somebody, yeah. Well, uh, but did they like it or no? Oh, I was going to say, were they mad or? No. I wouldn't get a good response. Yeah. Not a good response like they all agreed with this, but it was good because sometimes when you're talking about things that have different perspectives, even though we can try and straw man or steel man those arguments for them on their behalf, it's better to just let them come on and say what they're going to say and then us just give our perspective. Because at least people got to speak for themselves. For themselves yeah. yeah. So maybe more of that. That would be good. That would be good. Maybe we don't need to interview more influencers or more famous people, but 
interview people who are out in society? I, 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 I'm low-key anti-interview, but like I'm low-key not anti-interview for us because I just feel like our interviews would hit different mm. because I'm not going to interview you. I'm you. Yeah. <laughs> like I know what to ask you yeah. and I'm going to ask you. So you're not going to do the media trained answers, but I'm also like not going to, I'm you. So I'm not going to play you. Like I'm not trying to Charlemagne you. Right, right. I'm not trying to dunk on you. I'm not trying to get you to pay dry snitch and telling yourself, no, no, we're just going to have a good conversation. I'm going to ask you about gun control and abortion and <laughs> religion. <I'm> just, <laughs> just start get, making them give takes on stuff they're supposed to avoid. That's what I would do. I don't know. Anywho, thanks for hanging out with us, y'all. Thanks for the year. This is our one-year relationship anniversary. Podcasting. Anywho, you have anything else you want to add? No. Thanks for hanging with us, y'all. As you always say, let's keep growing together. Thank you.